0: All right, thanks everyone for joining the uh, the the new podcast for the PNTT for uh, for season thirty two here in league thirty one. This is Coach JBSD, Nut Two, as well as Coach Tao um, joining here Sunday night. Coach,
1: uh, looking forward to uh, another great year of uh, of drive the lane. Yeah, absolutely, man. Glad to be back after uh, kind of having some some issues last season and and ready to to get this uh, PNTT kicked off. Yeah, you're not the only one with some issues.
0: I think um, my squad in Charlotte probably has a lot of work to do, but we'll uh, we'll, we'll we'll figure out whatever we can do. <laughs> but um, got three great groups that Coach V has kind of orchestrated and organized, and looking forward to jumping in here. Um, the first group group we have is the Wilkerson group, which features Montpelier, Albuquerque, Saint Petersburg, and Manassas. Uh, you know, really kind of just just jumping right in there. Uh, that Montpelier group uh, right now ranks number three in the preseason. Um, they've brought in a 34-60 class. Uh, they did lose a 52-11 class, lose one starter off a team that made the Sweet 16 last year in the point guard and, and Tanner Wilkerson, Wilkerson, who the um, – who the group is 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 named after, but anytime you have a a two guard coming back that average nearly twenty seven points per game, yep. and then two other wing scorers uh, and, and double figures, it should bode well uh, on a preseason ranking as we've seen with uh, with that number three spot.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and you know it's it, Wilkerson was was really good, uh, and he's not going to be somebody that's easily replaced. But you've got a pretty good class coming in, and like you said, you've got a lot of talent coming back from a team that was really good last year.
0: Hundred percent. You see, you see the the three freshmen that came in. Um, you know, whether it's McClaney, McClaney, Crownover, or Neal. Uh, not really sure where Coach uh, Coach Russ is going to go with the point guard spot. But Crownover certainly had the edge in assists. The other two could really kind of fill it up from a scoring perspective. The beauty, beautiful spot for the peepers is they're going to have options, which which yeah. really bodes well for them. Um, again with four returners coming back um i think uh, i think mount Pillar is is number 3 for a reason there's a reason they've made uh the sweet 16 three straight seasons um and you know they've been a uh, they finished ranked as a single digit team uh the last four years four as well so really well coached they've got talent there's a, there's a reason they're the top seed in uh, in the Wilkerson region
1: yeah 100% i i i think that the 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 ranking is well well deserved uh you know a, like you said good good class coming in that I, maybe they go with the, one of them but you know the 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 backup point guard last year I he brings some scoring punch and you know having a a, a big there in in Jalen Powell that doesn't score you know coach might decide you know I, I need some scoring at point and and kind of turn it over to to Javier Garrett there that, that kind of comes in, you know, knows what he, you know, what he's doing, can add some, some scoring punch. I got a lot of options. It's just a really talented and well-rounded group.
0: I mean, I'm, I'm sitting here jealous of the options that he's got at his (laughs) his disposal. They won't, uh, they won't face the two seed Albuquerque until the regular season game three, Um, the Atomics coming in ranked 95th in the preseason poll after finishing 56th last year, a 14 seed in the NTT. They do, um, they do lose two starters off of that team. Their leading score in Muhammad Williams and the starting four and, and Jacob Cantor. Um, but they do return two critical pieces that you have to have to have success. And, uh, and the big man and, and, uh, and Cameron J- Cameron Jamison. So um, another talented class they've got coming in with 48, 45, uh, the, I, I think they're a little bit
1: better than that 95th ranking coach. I don't, uh, I don't know how you feel there. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, Albuquerque is somebody we know very well is a member of, of conference 32 uh, coach McMire. He he's got, you know, he's, he's one of the the great resources you have here uh, in, in this league and, and somebody that posts, you know, his, his recruit rankings and, and he's got his his algorithm or, or whatever he wants to call it that, that he really dives deep into it and, and has a lot of, of good information on his recruits. I, I think he had, if I'm remembering correctly, I think uh, all three of his guys he brought in were clear leads, so nice to have those guys kind of wrapped up. Uh, but with the reveal of a recruiting and, and you kind of can just prioritize and, and take a couple of shots maybe on some, some lottery tickets you got. So I, I, I normally personally uh, think he, his classes are probably a little underrated uh, given the, the, the thought and the time he puts into it. So I, I think I really like that freshman class. I think he's going to do, do really well replacing what he lost last year.
0: I honestly could see, you know, I, I don't know if he'll put Mason Hood, a three-year starter, on the bench. Um, he's not been a, a high-volume scorer, but a great ball mover, if you will, yep. getting the offense set. But I, I could certainly see, you know, Lance Jackson, Elijah Gross, and Elijah, Elijah Goss and Nathaniel Riviera kind of sliding in. at least one of them is going to need to start, um, in my opinion, for this team to kind of have, have the, the success, success that they're used to.
1: Yeah, I I agree. You know, a, a lot of times, it, you know, especially in a, in a league as tough as as this one, I, you you kind of just got to find that combination. And you know, sometimes even if you've got two or three starters coming back that would just slide right in, you would think if you lose a big score like they do with Muhammad Williams, I sometimes you might have to switch it up just to get a little more scoring balance in there to to offset the loss of a guy like that. So would not surprise me at all to see. T- one probably two of those freshmen plug right in. Now they they're going to be tested
0: right out of the gate coach. They've got uh, yep. they've got St. Petersburg the Commodores and what I, I love this 2-3 matchup in in this region kind of coming in. Um it's going to be fun. The Commodores do lose Michael Richmond who averaged nearly 29 point, points a game last year. was an all-league performer. Um also had, a, had two steals. They bring in a, a good 30-40 class no one that can quite fill that void, probably, but they, they've got an incredible front court coming back and, and Morales and Gross and then Fisher um, that can get really bode well um, as, they, uh, as they like to take the next step
1: uh, off of a PTT performance from last year. Yep, 100%. And, and again, it's kind of similar to Albuquerque where you're, you're replacing just an absolute stud at the shooting guard position. Uh, like you said, all league, I mean, I, almost 30 points a game. Like, you're just not going to replace that, especially on the shooting clips that he had um, that Richmond brought. So – but, but the, the defensive numbers and the size and the balance, like you mentioned, uh, that Gross and Morales and, and Kavanaugh at the freshman spot on the, on the bench, I, you just all, – all four of those guys is your power forward, your center, your backup power forward, backup center, if you want to just plug and play – no change there all of them were efficient uh and all of them can can do what you need from your big guys so it's just just a really solid squad coming back
0: yeah that from their minute breakdown last year they really prioritized those starters to not give any of the backups too many minutes we'll be interested to see what uh, what we do with the freshman but that St. Petersburg um Albuquerque game right there in in, in game one is 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 a awesome awesome matchup um we'll look forward to seeing that the fourth team in this region is is the bloodbath the bloodbath are coming off an rtt performance um they are ranked 54th in uh in the preseason poll they have everybody back um off a team that you know i I think waylon would, would be the first to say he was disappointed with the team last year and thought they overachieved um but, again, you, you get this entire crew back, four of which were double-figure scores.
1: Yeah, you, you, you get those guys back, and then you bring in, uh, while not what I'd consider an elite freshman class, you know, 44-49 like you mentioned, you know, you bring in a guy like Theodore Davis that, I mean, av- comes in, he's averaging uh, 12 rebounds a game, uh, not super efficient scoring numbers, but can pass the ball, really good assist-to-turnover ratio, and just that size and rebounding, that might be something that I can can shake you up a little bit and maybe open and unlock some of your perimeter players with that passing from the post. So it'll be very interesting to see how he he kind of decides to to play some of these freshmen and if he messes with the starting lineup at all from last year.
0: Now they do get a test with the
1: top seed in and in, in Mount Pelier and in, in,
0: in the first match. But you know, coach, when I was doing my my pre scouts um, prior to this uh, this podcast, I, I can't remember a, a foursome really being this strong. I think all four teams have uh, have certain have have, have great potential. Um, does Mount Pilier slip up more more than once p- potentially, or, or are they uh, are, are they the clear and away favorite in this group?
1: You know, I, I think that uh, I can see them losing. A, a game to one of their group mates and potentially, you know, they've got Ann Arbor there mm-hmm. game five, you know, first second game of the regular season, we know what those guys bring to the table. It's just, it's not an, not an easy schedule by any means. like you said, I think all four of these teams are very balanced. They're going to kind of beat each other up and, you know, four and two might be enough to, to get away with it and, and win the group. So it's just I, – I I would not be shocked if Mount pelier lo- slipped up and lost too. Yeah,
0: no, I, I could certainly see all four of these squads as, NT- as postseason NTT or, yep. or PTT, certainly contenders. Yep. But, you know, all four have talent. All four have great coaches. I, I am going to give the edge to Mount Pelier, But, you know, again, all the, the other three I would not be uh, surprised in the least. If any of them snuck aw- snuck their way through to the, uh, the second round, really, or, no. or
1: out of the group stage of the PNDT, no, not not at all. And I, I you know, I would I, I would potentially lean towards maybe Manassas or Saint Petersburg just to kind of kind of throw that upset. Mm-hmm. But their schedules are not really any easier than what my billiard's got. So I, I think you do kind of hedge towards them to to come out of this this group. That's the uh, that's the
0: beauty of of what we've kind of got rocking and rolling here um, and the Wilkerson group. Again, had a lot of fun scouting that one, just seeing really all the talent that kind of came to play.